Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, Dawn wrote us again. Yay. Thank you, Dawn. She says, Hello, ladies. It's been a while since I wrote last. I can't say it's because I've been too busy, it's just because I'm lazy. At least I'm honest. <laughs> Yeah, I'm lazy too. I got Me you. too. <laughs> so I thought I would share this dream that I had with you on the night of May 6th, waking up morning of May 7th. In my dream that night, my aunt, who passed away four years ago, came to me. I could not see her, but I could hear her. All I can remember in the dream were these big black circles while she was talking. She told me that she was just fine and everything was okay with her. She then told me that I would be okay and she was watching over me and would keep me safe. As she was telling me this, her voice faded out and she was gone. When I woke, the dream came right back to me and it was so real. I told my boyfriend about it and it also, I also told my mom as this was her younger sister. I did feel comforted by this dream. So that day, May 7th, it was my boyfriend's birthday. He coaches high school hockey and we had two games that evening. I always go along to support him and the kids. During one of the games, I was looking at my phone when I felt my hair move near my left ear and heard a whoosh sound and then a bang behind me. I looked up and saw my boyfriend across the rink with a look of horror on his face and heard some ladies behind me ask if I felt that puck fly by, fly by me. What had happened was a kid playing struck a puck so hard it came flying over the glass and must have missed hitting me in the face or head by maybe an inch. I had no idea what had even happened except for feeling the wind move my hair and hearing the whoosh of the puck. After the game, Dan came to me and he said he was so scared as he watched that puck flying towards me and all he could think about was having to tell my girls that their mother was dead the day before her birthday, as my birthday is May 8th, and him losing me on his birthday. While we were talking about it, my dream came back to me and I told him that that was my aunt who saved me from getting hit in the head reminding him that she had just told me that she was watching over me and I would be okay. I knew then that this was her. This was what she was talking about. If I would have been paying attention to the game and saw that puck flying toward me, I may have moved and moved in the wrong way and got hit by that puck. She truly kept, was keeping me safe. On another note, I didn't think about this until sometime later. My aunt had passed away on May 6th. That is the night that she came to me in my dream. It just gives me chills when I realize that. I do believe we all have guardian angels, and she is mine. Stay funny and keep laughing, and I will try not to be so lazy in the coming months and write again. Dawn from Minnesota. <laughs> I love that story. Oh, my God. I know it's so lovely to get reassurance Yeah. that we have people that we love looking out for us still. Such a great story. I love it. Thank you so much for writing in. Now... Okay, so I am revisiting the um, Amer non-Americans are asking Americans things. <laughs> Those were so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and these are a little bit, I um, these are a little bit different from the last time. Well, the first, the first one is the same. And then I've got just some basic questions for the next. Uh, do Americans really have garbage disposals? Or is that a myth? Yes, we have garbage disposals. No one else does. I don't know. That's so sad for you. That if you don't is. have garbage disposals, they're wonderful. Of course, I don't have one anymore. But They're wonderful. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, there's garbage disposals. Do Americans really call McDonald's Mickey D's? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Yes, we yeah. do. <laughs> do Americans really wear their shoes in the house, or is this a TV myth? Is the ground cleaner in the USA? I'm very confused. Well, I think some people do. I don't. Yeah, some people will wear their shoes in the house. I do every now and then just because I literally just don't even think about it. Oh, um, that's the first thing I do when I get home is take my shoes off. Well, I'm always in sliders. Like, if I if, if it's in the wintertime, absolutely my shoes come off, you know, 100%. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if it, it's like slippers. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think about it sometimes. No, the ground is not cleaner in the U.S. No, it's, it's not. absolutely disgusting. And yes, people do sometimes walk around. <laughs> uh, do Americans really put bread in the freezer? 
I do. Do you really? Yep. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't keep bread in the for in the refrigerator either. I do. Do you? Just because it's only me. And if oh, I don't, I see. Then it will be moldy before I get halfway through it. I gotcha. Uh, do Americans really fly flags on their houses? Yes. Yes. There are American flags everywhere. I literally have one on my house. I, I don't. Just, just put on. So yeah. Do Americans really go to church every Sunday? Well, some do. Church some people do. do. I don't. Actually, in some cases, people go to church multiple times a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Weekly. Do Americans really have show and tell in school? I thought that was a myth. How often do you have it? What if you run out of stuff? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we do have yeah, show and tell. It's usually, like, what, kindergarten? Kindergarten, like, once a week. Yeah. And it is a nightmare. Yes. Trying to, the first couple of weeks, you're good. Mm-hmm. You got things set. You know exactly what you're going to take. After that, it's a struggle. Yeah. To find stuff. I don't even really remember doing it. I mean, I know I did it, but I don't remember. I don't remember, like, what I brought. Yeah. But, like, at the end, everyone's just bringing in stuffed animals. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> you know? I mean, you run out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do Americans really use red cups at parties? Yes. Yes, and it's not just at parties. We are lazy, and we don't want to do dishes. And it's a red solo cup. Yes. Yeah, red solo cups. But yeah, it's totally a thing. We totally use them. Do Americans really eat donuts for breakfast? Uh, yeah. Not like every day. Well, no. But yeah, every now and then have a donut for breakfast? Mm, Fuck yeah. Yep. I did actually read something today that Americans' breakfast foods usually are literally called dessert other places. Well, yeah. You're not supposed to have that much sugar. Pancakes. Every, almost everything. Cereal. Cereal. Yeah, almost everything. Waffles. Muffins. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's not, bad. Yeah, not good. But then we're like, can we have a piece of cake? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. It's the same what, shit, but in a different form. That's what, <laughs> so Peyton would come to me and say, can I have cake for breakfast? And he's messing with me, you know, yeah. but it, I'm like, well. It's the same shit. <laughs> go eat a donut. It's bad. <laughs> That's for breakfast, not cake. It's di- it's made different. It's different. <laughs> Actually, a donut is probably way worse than probably. a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> I just want to know if Americans really threaten to call their lawyer lawyer in real life as often as they do in movies. Mm. No, nah, I don't think so. That's probably more of a movie thing. But yeah, it's a thing. I mean, like... People sue people. Well, I guess if, well, like if you get in trouble or. I think they're like, if I'm, I'm going to call my lawyer. That's like their oh. go-to thing. If like they mm. get in an argument or something. Maybe rich people. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know anything about that. I don't have a lawyer. <laughs> I literally don't know any lawyers. I don't either. Do Americans really say have a nice day? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Do Americans really go trick-or-treating? Yes. Yes. It's the best. Best day ever. Do Americans really eat raw cookie dough? Yep. Or is it a myth like the glue sniffing thing? (laughs) I don't think either one of them are a myth. No, that's totally the thing. Both of them. (laughs) Yeah, people are nuts. Of course, people kept doing that. So now they've made cookie dough that is meant to Oh, yeah, because there's no eggs. You can't can't eat raw egg. But yeah, so I yeah, we it. literally made something that you could eat. Yeah. <laughs> that you're not supposed to eat. Right. <laughs> oh, we gotta change this so we can eat it. <laughs> uh, do Americans you actually go about throwing toilet paper over houses? Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. I've done it. Fuck yeah. I've had it done to me. Yeah, I remember having our house toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teenagers suck. Yes, they do. <laughs> do Americans actually have high school reunions? Yes. Yes. I didn't go to any of mine. I, yeah, we're introverts. We don't go, but... Yeah. I don't want to... Why would I want to see people that I didn't talk to then? Seriously. 
Why would I want to see him now? Unless I was insanely successful and skinny and beautiful. I no, still thank you. wouldn't want to go. I would. I don't give a shit about them people. I rub all of it in their face. I don't even care who it is. Just be like, look at me. I'm I'm rich and successful. Uh, next one. Do Americans actually celebrate the 4th of July? Yes. Absolutely, yes. It's fun and we get the day off work. Yes, we do. That is a celebration. Uh, do Americans actually get to leave as soon as the bell rings? Yeah, it's the end of class. Yeah. I just can't believe all these questions. I know. It's like, don't... What, what do other people do? Listen to this one. Do Americans shop at Target frequently? Yes. yes. That's where we shop. I mean, unless you go another place, but yeah, it's a store. I shopped at Target all the time until I moved, and now there's not one really close to me, so I don't anymore. Yeah, but it's a little expensive for me. Yeah, it's, it's not like it used to be. No. When I went. But yeah, there's not hardly any close to, like, anywhere around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't go, but yeah. Do Americans have cheerleaders at high school sports matches? Yes. yes. That is a thing that they take way too seriously. Yes. Do Americans actually play dodgeball? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we used to. Oh, yeah, it's probably now like it's a, considered like a sissy thing that people don't want to use or something because people are whiny crybabies. Yes. Do Americans actually use those brown paper bags for lunch? Mm, I think normally, they used to. Yeah, normally you now you use buy a, a reusable one, like a lunch thing. Yeah, that's that keeps the cold in, right. so it lasts longer. But yeah, I totally. I think I still have brown paper bags, just to, you know, just in case. Do Americans really sell lemonade at their doorsteps during the summer? Yeah, kids do. Yeah, the neighbors did the other weekend. That's cute. Except yeah, it started cute. storming in the middle of. Oh. It. <laughs> so they're watching it, and they're like rushing, trying to get everything oh, inside. No. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> and my last one: Do Americans say "awesome" all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know they why? Because we're awesome. We are awesome. Okay. <laughs> We're ridiculous too. Whatever. <laughs> okay. These um okay. So these are just um questions that people had non Americans had. Are school sports really that popular? Yes, unfortunately. Here they have to bribe bribe people to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately people take sports here extremely Way seriously. Way too seriously. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. In the movies, TVs, and cartoons, there are always a guy selling stuff at baseball games. Beers, taco, meat, or whatever. Our hero shouts, yo, beer guy, over here, and the bloke selling it wings it down the aisle. My question is, how the hell does the guy get paid? (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it happens. That's, yeah. There are those guys everywhere, so you don't have to yell at anybody. They're just right there. And you pay right then, and and if they do throw it at you, they immediately come up to you. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to throw you something. And okay, there yeah. you go. I forgot who it was. <laughs> <laughs> this one is hilarious, and I love it. It reminds me of little kids. What is a nightcap? Is it just a mushroom? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a nightcap is a drink you have before you go to bed. <laughs> it has nothing to do with mushrooms. <laughs> oh, that's cute. This one is a good one. Why are there four commercial breaks in a one hour episode of a show? You can't watch anything that way. Yeah, we know. Yeah, it sucks. So stupid. What in the actual fuckery is Miracle Whip? <laughs> Wish I had an answer for you. Um, <laughs> Not sure. I don't know. <laughs> what is Miracle Whip? It's, I, I mean, really... it's, I know what it is. It's a condiment, but. Well, yeah, it it's similar to mayonnaise, but it's not mayonnaise. No. Yeah, that's a very good question. There's got to be some sort of something, because it doesn't taste like mayonnaise. Mm-mm. It looks exactly like mayonnaise, but it's not. I don't know. 
I haven't even eaten Miracle Whip in years. Years. Mommy used to get it. Yeah. I haven't had it since then. I think I actually have some in the refrigerator that's been in there for years. Well, didn't you get it to make potato salad one time? Because you thought that was why hers was so good? Maybe. I think you did. Um, And my last one, the Die Hard Christmas thing. I want to understand. Some people think it's a Christmas movie. Some people don't. Because in the movie, he is going to a Christmas party of his wife's company. So the the truth is it was not made as a Christmas movie, no. but people have made it into a Christmas movie only because it happens at Christmas time. Yeah. And we know in the movie it's Christmas time. That's it. And there is a slight reference to Santa, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and those were mine for the beginning. Okay. All right. This week I did glitch glitches in the matrix. Yay, my favorite. Yeah. I'm excited. You're usually the one telling these. I know. I actually think I looked some up, but I couldn't find any. We had mm-hmm. none. So. <laughs> well, I hope we haven't done these. I don't think we have. Not creepy, but so vivid and distinct that I still think about it years later. I had a subjectively long involved dream where I was a vendor in a fish market. I remember getting up early, dressing, doing a whole morning routine, going to get tea, heading out to the docks, buying fish, loading them in a cart, and going to get ice. Then haggling for ice, buying some less fresh fish while I was at it, then going to a market to my stall, setting up and selling fish all day. It was so real, I talked to friends, smoked nasty cigarettes, haggled customers, ate lunch, had tea, and just lived through the day. At the end of the day, I cleaned up, counted my cash, paid the stall rent, went home, cooked some of the fish I hadn't sold, Sling with some veggies and rice that I'd traded for. I drank more tea, relaxed for a while, then drew a hot bath, soaked, and smoked some more cigs, then went to bed. The next morning, I woke up refreshed, ready to go down to the docks to buy a fresh catch, except I was in my house next to my wife, truck parked outside, and it was Saturday. No work. My wife and I were getting geared up to go skiing in Oregon, and the car was already packed. The weird thing was, in the dream, I was single and a smoker, I'm not, and the whole long dream had been in fluent Chinese, the effortless kind of fluency that only comes from a lifetime of speaking it. Oh, and I had been Chinese. I'm a big hairy white dude, somewhat fluent in Spanish, and I I know a little bit of Russian, but I've never, it was just weird, I've never worked in a fish market. I wonder who I was, I wonder what that was. That is fucking crazy. So to be so real. And how would he know all the steps of being? Well, that's what my thing was. Like, if you dream, like, it doesn't, you don't dream of the mundane morning routine that you, yeah, you know, like exactly. that is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is not a dream. That is a living in the day of a past life or something. Something. That is nuts. Yeah. I've experienced deja vu a couple of times when I was younger, and while that is certainly freaky, nothing beats its opposite, jamais vu. I think I'm saying that right. (laughs) Which I experienced twice during a period of work-related stress a few years ago. On both occasions, I was driving in my car in perfectly familiar surroundings near my home when suddenly I had no idea where I was or where I was going. It was like being instantly teleported to a foreign country. It only lasted seconds, but very creepy nonetheless. Until it happened to me, I had no idea that this even existed. So what, like he was just driving and then he just kind of forgot where he was? Is that what? Like, okay, so you know deja vu is when you're doing something and it feels like you've done it before. Yeah. Well, his, it sounded like he was doing something and then he didn't like recognize anything. Like he he's doing something he had done a million times before, but he didn't re- recognize that he had done it before. Like he didn't almost, it seems like to me, and I could be totally wrong, but like he didn't, almost like he didn't know where he was at. Weird. For a minute. Doesn't that happen to everybody? It's like when you drive the same way home every day and you get, you pull in your driveway, you don't actually remember driving. I don't think, I think, I don't think that's what he was talking about. I think he like would look around and not recognize where he was at. Weird. Was he in a different place? I don't know. 
Wouldn't that be weird if he drove through portals and like was in a different place for a second and mm. then drove out of it and was like back to where he was? Could oh be. God. We don't know. That'd be creepy. Ten years ago, I was returning home from a road trip with two friends. I received a phone call from my parents asking when we would be arriving, and I explained that we were about 25 minutes away. About a minute later, we came around a bend. It was a full moon, and we could see the reflection of the lake below us, and other than that, the road was completely empty. Suddenly, everything went completely dark in the car. No lights from the dash or gauges or headlights on the road. The music also stopped and and restarted at the beginning of the CD we were listening to. There was now a vehicle pulled over by the police about a quarter of a mile in front of us that hadn't been there a split second before. I assumed I had dozed off for just a second as it was late. I thought it was still quite peculiar, though. After about a minute, the driver of the car turned the music all the way down and said, Did that just happen to anyone else? The other passenger in the back seat sat forward abruptly and exclaimed, I thought I just fell asleep. We then realized that the clock in the car was reading an hour later than it just had a minute before. To keep ourselves from freaking out, we decided that the car had possibly had a momentary electrical failure and reset the clock to an odd time. Turned off the dash lights, headlights, and gauges, and restarted the CD player. But when we arrived home 25 minutes later, we were one hour late. I am missing an hour of my life and to this day have no idea how it happened. Creepy. It's aliens? I don't know. Or I, a portal. They yeah. drove into a portal. Lost well, an hour of time? No, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Unless they drove into a portal that looked the same as the road, it just made it an hour longer. No. That's so weird. What? It had to have been aliens, right? It had to have been aliens, not a portal. Because you would think you would have to... Okay, so if all this stuff happened to their car, if you went through a portal, you would think it would happen to their car and then it would happen again as you were coming back into your real world. Right. You would think. (laughs) I don't know. That's so weird. I was walking into the hallway from my bedroom, and as I got about six feet down the hallway, I was seamlessly transported back to the hallway entrance. This was no deja vu event, at least not like I've ever had before or since. I distinctly remember physically walking into my hallway when I suddenly start from the entrance again. I nearly threw up and shit myself (laughs) at that very moment. It literally made me sick and scared. I also remember what happened about a second or so before this teleportation glitch. My body started to softly vibrate as if I were some rusty-ass robot. If you can imagine the low-powered vibration of console controllers, but your entire body is doing it, that's what it felt like. It lasted for about two seconds right until I teleported. It was somewhat painful to move in that state. I never mentioned it to anyone because, well, obvious reasons. What? Wouldn't that flip you out? Yes. Oh my God. When I was a teenager, I had two really intense dreams one night. The first one was about an online friend of mine calling me to say she'd broken up with her boyfriend, and I sang a few lines of Seal's Don't Cry to her over the phone. The second dream was finding a real-life friend dead, body floating in her bathtub. Oh God. I didn't think anything of it until I logged online that evening and the online friend came online to tell me her boyfriend broke up with her. I immediately asked if I could call her and she said no. I remember thinking that it meant something like I could change it. Not long after, my phone rang and it was real life friend from the dream calling me. I was completely freaked at this point but talked to her normally. She was just talking about school and shit up until I realized I heard a splash in the background. I asked her, are you in the tub? And when she said yes, I felt like my heart had stopped. I asked her, what did you do? She didn't answer me right away, and then after a very long pause, she told me she'd taken an entire (gasps) bottle of pills and chased it with mushrooms and vodka. Holy shit. She'd gotten scared waiting for it to hit her, so she called me so she'd hear someone's voice. I hung up and called 911. By the time they got there, she was unconscious but alive. Today she's a mom to a beautiful little girl, and she's okay. Weird. That one gave me chills. Yeah. How did she fucking know? Oh my god. Ugh. 
man. I have a sleep trapping. <laughs> I have a sleep tracking app on my phone that has a setting for lucid dreaming. It will start saying you are dreaming repeatedly in a woman's voice with a bit of an echo. I was at work one day when I started hearing the voice randomly every few minutes or so. Ooh. I checked my phone and as soon as the screen turned on, turn as soon as the screen turned, I woke up in my bed as the sun was rising. A bit freaked out, I went to take a shower. Then on my way to work, I started to hear the voice again through the radio. When I turned my car off, a bit freaked out again, I once more woke up in my bed as the sun was rising. This happened about three or four times, all at different times of the day. I didn't trust reality for about a week after that and still refused to use that particular setting of the app. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That is creepy as fuck. Ooh, that one gave me chills too. Are they dreaming? Are they still dreaming? Did they write that while they were dreaming? I don't know. Oh my God, that is insane. I was sitting in my car with just my dad and I distinctly heard my sister, who was at home, say, are you guys almost home? I'm scared. In a very specific, concerned tone of voice. Two seconds later, my dad's phone rings. Guess who's on the line? My sister. She said, are you guys almost home? I'm scared. In the same concerned tone of voice. I was pretty freaked out. I was heading home with my dad. We stopped at a drive through I started feeling more and more anxious for no reason, to the point where it makes me lightheaded and sick to my stomach. We have to wait a little bit ahead because they gave us the wrong order, so I sit there feeling like shit, and it suddenly comes to me an urge to call my brother. He was trying to call us. He was in a car accident. No one died. Some got seriously bruised. He was only shaken. I told him to shut up and get as far away from the car as possible. He didn't understand, but followed through, trying to call some of his buddies, and I could hear him calling. I could hear them calling him a wuss. Him giving up and getting far, and I guess far away, and then a loud noise, people shouting. After the whole shit was over, he told me what happened. His drunk friend tried to impress some girls in the car, hit the gas, drifted, and hit the the bottom of the car on some rocks, completely fucking with the engine. They stood near the car, the driver still inside, trying to turn the engine back on. The hood burst into flames and the car started to burn fast. The driver managed to get away but got seriously hurt. Some of the guys and girls who stood around were hurt and burned too, but not as bad as the driver. My brother was the only one with light bruises from the whole thing. He told me that when I ordered him to get away from the car, he was in front of it, inches from the hood. Oh my god. I never experienced anything like this before and after, just this once. It's just a fucking weird memory. I don't remember what I was thinking. I remember it like watching a movie and seeing myself and everything from an outside angle. Creepy. You think we have like closer connections to certain people? Like why did he tell him to move away? Like was it was it just common sense or did he have a feeling that something was going to happen? I think people get feelings. Do you think it was just because he was talking to his brother specifically? Like, because it was him? You know what I mean? Not necessarily. Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe you ha- maybe you need to be close to somebody, but it could be like a friend or... Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't saying it has to be anybody in particular. Just like certain people are connected to each other more deeply, I guess, yeah. than yeah, other people. Yeah, I think people. That's, that could be. I think yeah. so, too. I was catching a sky train in one particular city about 15 minutes from where I get off. While I wait, there is a woman with glazed eyes asking people for money. She came up to me, stopped briefly, and asked, Excuse me, could you spare some money? My brother is in the hospital, and I'd like to, I'd like some money to buy him some flowers. That's rich, I thought. Drug addicts are getting more and more obvious with their lines. Here's five dollars. Gave it to her without even looking her in the face and can convinced of her intentions. Anyways, my train pulls up and I get on. I look through the glass at her walking around asking others for money as the train pulls away. The train arrives at the station 15 minutes later and I walk down and out to the bus stop. There's only one bus the direction I'm going and just my luck, it, it is there waiting when I get off the train. So on the bus I hop and wait for the bus driver to finish reading his paper before the doors close and we embark down the highway. About five to ten minutes traveling, the driver pulls over for a routine stop, the doors open, and to my complete astonishment, 
the woman from the sky Shut train up. walks into the bus. Shut up. A dozen roses in hand, she looks me right in the eyes as she walks past to take her seat. How in the blue hell did she get there? I took the train before her. I watched her at the train stop from inside as we pulled away. I went over a river. I caught the first and only bus going in this particular direction. And not only did she beat me there, but she also had time to go to the store and buy a dozen roses. To this day, day I have no idea how this happened. What the fuck? And $5 will not buy a bunch of roses. No, <laughs> not at all. What? What? How? What? I don't know. We've had so many of these stories. I know. It's like when you see this person and then... There's like no mistaking. It is that person. And they're, they end up somewhere where they could not have gotten to in that amount of time. Not. Oh my God. What? What is that? <laughs> I, I love it. I would. Oh my God. If I saw that, I would freak out though. Mm-hmm, oh my me God. too. <laughs> I get true deja vu. I don't get the feeling of deja vu by itself. I dream of my deja vu. Some of the best examples I can give are probably these two. When I was eight, I dreamed about walking through a house. I'd never seen this house before. Then when I was nine, my parents told me that they were building a house. When I moved into that house, when I was 10, the floor floor, floor plan, carpet, walls, ceiling, everything was exactly the same as it was in my dream. The house was completely designed by them, so it's not possible for it to be similar to a house I'd been in previously. And then the second one was when I was 13, I dreamed about working in some retail place, which was odd because I wasn't old enough to work in one of those places for years. During school-based work experience, when I was 15, I was working at some retail place, and on the third day, when I randomly sat down to take a drink of water, everything clicked. The room looked exactly the same, and the next two minutes of events and conversations happened exactly like they did in my dream. These two are probably the scariest, but I get minor ones once a week, once once a week to once a month. It's especially scary when the conversations happen exactly as I dreamt them. That is scary, and that is not deja vu. No, those are premonitions. Yeah, and you like like crazy get them. Like if you get them once a week, yeah, that's not deja vu. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's kind of cool actually. Well, I think the definition of deja vu is when you're actually doing something, right? Not dreaming at all. Just, yeah, I think, yeah. You I actually have right. to be doing something yeah, and then it feel like you've done it before. Right, when in reality you haven't. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... This happened when I was 11. I still remember it like it was yesterday. My grandfather was getting old and had been put in and out of the hospital a few times that year. At that moment, he had been in the hospital for probably two days. We had gone into the hospital to visit him, where I gave him a big hug and told him I loved him and would see him tomorrow. That night, I went to bed and had the most beautiful dream. My grandpa came into my room and sat in the rocking chair in the corner. He invited me into his lap and told me he was going away for a while and that someday he would see me again. I shouldn't worry because everything was okay and he wasn't in any pain. I smiled at him and gave him a big hug and told him I understood. Then I looked over at my brother sleeping in the bunk below me and asked my grandpa if we should wake him up and tell him. When I turned back around to get a response from my grandpa, he was gone. I ran to the window to look out into the front yard. There he was waving at me. He whispered, go tell your mom and dad exactly what I told you. I looked back at the door to my room and then back at the front yard and he was gone. I immediately woke up, ran to my parents' room and turned on the light. I told them exactly what Grandpa told me. They told me it was just a dream and to go back to bed. I told them again exactly what Grandpa told me. Again, frustrated, it was 2 a.m. They told me to go to bed and we would talk about it in the morning. Just then the phone rang. It was the hospital. My mother started sobbing. Grandpa had passed. At that moment, she just sat there with my father staring at me. I still remember their faces. They both looked at each other, then me, then each other, and finally smiled and stopped crying. They gave me a big hug and told me they loved me and to go to bed. They ended up going to the hospital that night. My aunt came over to watch us, but we have never talked about that night since. In fact, I don't think I have ever written about it, which explains the tears rolling down my cheeks right now. Wow, that was liberating, and I'm glad other people have had these types of things happen. That is crazy, and I have to know 
if he was sitting on his grandpa's lap, looked over, and then the grandpa was gone. <laughs> Did he, like, thunk onto the chair? <laughs> right? <laughs> when you was notice? a dream. So. Oh, it was a dream? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a dream. Okay. <laughs> I imagine he probably just floated there. (laughs) (laughs) During a spinal tap procedure, I was put under. While under the anesthetics, I had what I can only explain as an out-of-body experience, seeing as how my viewpoint was from above my body looking down on the procedure. I watched the whole thing and saw that the doctor knocked my Game Boy off the tabletop while walking by. Batteries ejecting from the fall. One fell in sight and he picked it up, but the other was next to the front left wheel under the bed out of his view, but not mine. I woke up groggy and told him where my other battery was and he was shocked when he found it there. To this day, it still weirds me out. Yeah, what? Oh my gosh, what? That is creepy. Could you imagine doing like... Living through that? No. Oh, my God. And remembering it? I would be freaking, yeah. Oh, my God. One night, I had a dream about being in a car with my sister at the church we went to. For some reason, it started going out of control, so I jumped to the wheel and tried to keep us from dying. Later, I told my sister about the dream, and she had the exact same dream, but instead, (gasps) she was the one at the wheel and not me. Weird. That is really weird. As I I type this, I am already feeling deja vu. I've always wanted to share this part of my life with someone, but have never been able to. So I'll just tell a bunch of people on the internet. (laughs) One day I was walking to work and all of a sudden had an urge to walk a different path than usual. I worked downtown in a big city. It was a strange spur of the moment urge to walk a different way that changed my life forever. I turned into an alley I had never seen before. As I remember it, I made it about 15 feet or so when an actual glitch happened. Everything in my mind scrambled. I felt like I didn't have a body anymore. Just that I was a semi-conscious entity floating through some weird dimension. All of a sudden, in the array of different colors and shapes, a vision came to me. It was a bunch of strange-looking people that in my mind resembled businessmen in suits. They looked startled and panicked that I could see them. One of the people made a quick movement and everything turned black. When I regained normality, I was on a completely different street. It was the same street that I always used to walk to work. I felt sick and severely disturbed. I've never done any hard drugs, never experienced any hallucinations, never have had anything like this happen to me. The weird thing is when the glitch was correcting itself and I could see these people watching me like a caged animal, I had the feeling that I knew I was being controlled. It still bothers me very much to this day. Excuse me? What? Are we in the Matrix? I don't know. Sure the fuck sounds like it. Are we like playing? Like, are we players in someone's game? I don't know. Are they fucking with us? What is happening? Back when I was in fifth grade, I remember sitting in a class about to take an exam. It was one of those where the teacher would write down the question and we would all write the answer on our sheet. After about the third question, I started to realize that I had already seen these questions in the same order and knew the answers. I honestly remember it being like Groundhog's Day where I had this deja vu moment like I had already sat through the test the previous day. I raised my hand and said we had already done these questions, and I got this dumbfounded look from the teacher and classmates. I looked around like, seriously, I'm the only one realizing this? Oh, really, our teacher says? What's the next question? I went up and wrote the next several ans- I went up and wrote the next several answers that just came to my head. He looked down at his test, verified the board, then canceled the test. Spent the rest of the afternoon with the teacher and principal being accused of compromising the test. The principal had him go through all of his notes and lesson plans to see if he had briefed the test briefed the test by accident in the past. They asked the other kids. Nobody else remembered. They all scored shitty on the test. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. A little backstory. 
I was a total idealist back in high school, so when choosing a college, I chose to go somewhere that none of my friends were attending so that I could strike out on my own in a finding myself sort of way. While I ended up making a few really close friends during my first semester, I mean, these guys became like family to me in a matter of months. One day during winter break, one of those guys, my buddy Kimbo, had gone back home to visit friends and family, and on his return trip to our college, he hit a bad patch of ice and got into a car accident and was killed. It hurt like a son of a bitch for a long time, and I still think about him all the time. But anyways, a few weeks after Kimbo's accident, I and the rest of the guys were getting back from a party off campus, and as we were standing outside our dorm building smoking a cigarette, I felt my phone vibrating, and when I pulled it out, I saw that I was getting a call from Kimbo's phone. (laughs) Dumbfounded, I showed my friends the phone quickly and then answered it. When I picked it up, it just went directly to his voicemail, which played the same message it always had. It never happened again, and we never really talked about it, but for me, it was one of those someone's-looking-after-me moments. I hadn't been doing very well after his death, but seeing his name show up on my cell phone screen one final time made me feel a whole lot better for a time and and really helped me get out of the slump I was in. I have no idea how his phone could have possibly called me, and I doubt I ever will, but this was one glitch in the matrix that I'll forever be thankful for. Oh, that's nice. And that's all I got. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because, like, how did he get his voicemail when... Yeah, that's what... I I didn't understand that. That's... That doesn't happen. No. I expected it to say he answered and just nothing. Right. But not his voicemail, because you have to call the phone yourself to get the voice. Exactly. That's That's crazy. Okay, I have uh, real-life creepy moments that defy logic. Okay. Okay. A few years ago, my wife and I were riding in the car with my parents. We were all just chatting, and my dad kept periodically drumming on the steering wheel and humming the opening bars of Down Under by Men at Work. This happened a few times over a span of ten minutes or so, and finally my mom asked him, What song is that? My dad replied by singing the chorus, and we all laughed. A few minutes later, he reached over to turn on the radio, and I had this weird feeling we were going to hear Down Under. I said something like, I guarantee that song is going to be playing. No idea why I felt so strongly about this, but sure enough, it was playing on the second station that my dad had tried. We couldn't believe it. Unfortunately, I've never been able to replicate this, but I felt like a wizard for a few days. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Next one, nothing nearly as creepy as some of the other ones, but I was at Burger King and I was playing in their little playground area. Uh, I distinctly remember going in circles in this one tunnel for like four or five rounds until I stopped and thought, wait, why am I going in circles? Then I continued to realize that the tunnel didn't go in circles, but it led up. Thing is, less than a minute ago, I was going around and around in the same tunnel over and over again, so I retraced my steps and went through the tunnel again and arrived at the top once more. It was like a time loop that broke. Maybe I was just young and wasn't paying attention and was just exiting the tunnel and just going back in, or I was an idiot kid, but this really scared me at nine years old. Hmm. That's weird. That is weird. Sometimes when I dream and I wake up, I wake up. I know it's a dream. I just know it's a dream, but I can't wake up. And the harder I try to wake up, the more I realize I have to wake up and the scarier it gets, even though nothing really changes. It feels like a darkness enveloping you as you try to wake up from your fake room. How do I know it's a fake room? Just some weird details like how my wall looks a little too white or the Christmas tree lights are on when they're supposed to be off. So then I go through like maybe one or two minutes of intense waking up, falling back asleep, trying to open my eyes, then falling back to sleep right after. As I said, the rooms are similar, but not too similar. So I just about tell, so I can just about tell when I'm in the real world and when I'm dreaming. Perhaps both rooms are fake. When I finally wake up, it's the real me in the real world. I don't know. Those are the scariest dreams, even though they last for a few minutes tops, because that's right before you wake up. Okay. I've never had dreams like that. Me neither. 
Next one, back in the mid-1990s, I had a dream that I went to visit my cousin, we live in different states, and her family was sad because someone close to their family had died. It bothered me enough that I mentioned it to my wife. My wife said that I should call or should email my cousin and ask her if everyone was okay. I sent off an email asking if everyone was okay because I had a dream explaining the dream, but I'm probably just being silly. She emails me back the next day and says, no, I'm not being silly. An uncle of her husband's had died recently and that they were very close to him. Hmm. Weird. When I was 13 years old, I had a 13 gallon fish tank on the shelf on a shelf on my wall. My father had recently passed away and the last thing we did together was set it up. He got me red tipped type sharks to put in it since sharks were my favorite animal. Well, sometime shortly after he died, I wake up one morning and there isn't a drop of moisture in the tank. I move the rocks and plants around. There was about an an inch height amount and no sign of water was ever in it. The fish died, of course, but I cleaned that fish tank plenty of times and took it, and it took days to dry out. Still don't understand how that's possible with no signs of water anywhere. That's creepy. Next moment, I was little. My family was at my grandparents' place. They had a pool in the back, and us kids were swimming while our parents ate on the porch. I, being a devious eight-year-old, decided to swim into the deep end where I was not yet allowed. Being cocky and overconfident about my ability to swim, I dove down and touched the bottom of the pool. I stayed down there for a moment before I felt like I needed air. I started to swim up, but I realized that I needed air a lot more urgently than I had previously thought. I felt my lungs burning and thought to myself that I needed air now. Still another foot and a half underwater, I took a breath. Weirdly enough, it felt as though I had breathed in air. I broke the surface and tried to cough out whatever water would be in my lungs, but there was nothing. I didn't find it very odd at the time, but now I think about it often. Hmm, that's weird. That is weird. Next one, mid-30 here. I was 27 or about that, lost my job in a shitty apartment with my girlfriend. I had, a weird, I had weird feedback on the subtitles on my TV, kind of responding to what I said earlier in the day and whatnot. Even my girlfriend saw it too and didn't understand a thing. I could talk aloud and the person in the TV would respond to it or acted like I told him. Searched everywhere for a camera, microphone, or anything related, never found anything. While I searched, subtitles would go, Are you searching for a camera behind this for real? What? Hold on. It was not well written. While I searched... <laughs> While I searched, subtitles would go like, Are you searching for a camera behind this for real? It was creepy as fuck. Couldn't care less if you think I was paranoid. But then my girlfriend would have been in the same boat as me. Anyway, we moved and it was all gone. Okay. And what drugs were you on, sir? Yeah, really. (laughs) Next one. I was having these really vivid dreams. Each dream picked up where the last dream ended. These dreams were so real, I told my parents about them. I wish I had written them down in a dream journal and dated them. Weeks later, I was at a concert and started getting deja vu. In my dreams happening in, It was my dreams happening in front of my eyes. I turned to my friend and said, I've been here before, man. Seriously, in like five, in like five ten minutes, a girl with blonde hair will come by us crying because she lost her friends in the crowd. I will calm her down, let her hang out with us until she feels better, and then she'll go on her way. Five minutes later, that exact thing happened. She looked exactly like she did in my dreams. The words I spoke were exactly from my dream. She stayed for a few minutes, calmed down, and stopped crying, then moved on into the crowd and disappeared. Afterwards, my friend who witnessed the entire event was too freaked out by this premonition and asked me if we could leave the show early. I still get deja vu every few days, but I've never predicted something successfully again. I'm not sure I believe in special powers, but that event has changed my entire outlook on life. I think there is a glitch in my dream program that lets me see the future. Why do they keep calling it deja vu? I don't know. Well, they did end up calling it premonition. I hate... I think there's a glitch in my dream program. (laughs) That is the worst, scariest sentence (laughs) ever. 
Oh my! There's something wrong with my my dream program, guys. <laughs> Can you fix it, please? Please. Can we just yell it? Is there a number we have to call? <laughs> Customer service, please. <laughs> my dreams are weird. Can we fix this? <laughs> that would suck waiting on hold for that. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my god! People would be like, "Oh my god!" There's something wrong with my brain. <laughs> I need a refund. <laughs> Can I get a reboot? We just start this fucking thing over. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> okay, next one. Next one, I was taking the train home one afternoon and an old man was sitting a row ahead of me. He turned around and asked for directions to the hospital and I told him which stop to get off at. Eventually, his stop arrives and he gets up to leave, but before he exits, he turns to me and says, thank you, I'll see you later. I said, yeah, no problem. And again, he said, I'll see you later. He looked me right in the eye. I said, sure, see ya. And he got off the train and hobbled away with his cane. Thought it was a little weird, but he was adamant about seeing me later, but whatever. Freaky thing is, when I got off the train to and to the bus station, about five minutes after boarding, My bus, I hear a voice that sounds like the old man. I look out the bus window and sure enough, there he he was there at the bus station. Same clothes, hat, and cane. I know it was the same guy, but with his walking speed and the available bus train routes at the time, I have zero clue how he got to the bus station right when I did. There were no buses near the hospital that that go to that bus station, and my train was the only train that had just arrived at arrived at the bus station another one of those weird mm-hmm. time travelers that's the only thing they have to be tra- like time travelers right yeah something i don't know how it happens that's great crazy next one i was walking outside at 2 a.m looking at my phone and listening to music with my headphones i was completely zoned out i was about to cross the street and briefly glanced if there was a car coming and if the light was green or not but I looked the wrong way. Right as I'm in the middle of the road, a car is basically a meter away from me, and the last thing I see are the building or blinding headlights right below my knees and a horn blaring through my mu- my music. A fraction of a second passes, and I almost fall off my feet because I was expecting the impact and bracing for it. I open my eyes and see myself a good 10 feet away from the edge of the road. The song had changed, the light for the cars is green, and I still see red taillights of a lone car driving down along the road. My heart is pounding out of my chest, and I had to sit down for a while. I get home and start reading about near-death experiences, and I stumble on the idea called quantum immortality. Not sure if it messed me up even more, but the idea is that if you die in one parallel universe, your consciousness still continues in the ones where you live. I was more heartbroken about the thought of my mother having to bury me in my original universe than about my own death. Hmm. Next one. In sixth grade, I called my mom to let her know my dad was about to head her way to drop off my little sister and I, uh, divorced parents. When she answered, I said, Mama, and my mom frantically asked, My name, is that you? I said, Yes. She asked where I was. I said, Daddy's house. We're about to come home now. Just wanted to let you know. Love you, Mama. She asked me, who's Daddy? Where are you? Are you okay? Obviously, I was confused and just answered, Mama, I'm fine. I'm okay. I love you. I'll see you soon. She said she loved me too, tried to get me to stay on the phone, and I just hung up. My dad later got a call and a visit from the police. As it turns out, I'd accidentally dialed the number of a woman whose daughter had the same name as me and had gone missing. Oh, my gosh. Everything was cleared up very quickly, but I always thought about thought it wasn't a mistake that I dialed the wrong number. Maybe it was that woman's daughter saying goodbye. Aww. Holy shit. That is fucked up. That is horrible. That poor mother. Oh my god. I had a dream about a coworker. She loved dogs and would always ask me to share pictures of my uh, German Shepherd, maybe? GSD? I don't know. Uh, And Labrador. Whenever we talk at work. In the dream, she was on a couch crying. My Labrador is a very emotional, connected dog. She goes to anyone she thinks is sad. 
which is exactly what she did in the dream. My coworker looked at me and said, thank you for sharing her. I feel better about all of this now. I found out at work the next day that my coworker had tripped at the top of her stairs and died that night. Oh. The dream still freaks me out when I think about it. It was so vivid and clear. That's crazy. I got chills. Next one, I had a dream. An old friend who I hadn't spoken to or seen around or anything in about two years died, and I went to his funeral. I woke up and thought, well, that's weird, and went to check Facebook to see what he was up to. He had gone missing the few days previous, but his body wasn't found until over a year later. Oh. And this is my last one. Once when I was about 14-ish, I got up to go to get ready to go to school, as always. Our bathroom sink and mirror was next to the door, and I was brushing my teeth, and I saw and heard my four-year-old sister run past the bathroom through the mirror. Now, mind you, there's only there's no other way back to her room since we only had one hallway leading to all the bedrooms, and it was past the bathroom. I went to the living room, kitchen, and dining room to find her, to send her back to bed, and couldn't find her anywhere. I went to check in her room to see if she snuck past me, and she was in a deep sleep, so I knew it wasn't her immediately. I told my mom about this she, when she got up, and she just said, You saw that little girl too? Freaked me the hell out. Never saw her again, thankfully. Ugh. That's like a movie, a horror movie. Yeah. Through the mirror? Thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a little too much for me. Now it's time for the witty wrap-up. I did funny tweets. Okay. Last night I told my four-year-old I loved her and she said, I love you so much that if someone chopped your head off, I'd carry it around forever in a bag. Oh, so sweet. (laughs) In a bag. (laughs) Maybe a brown paper bag. Maybe. (laughs) My daughter told me I'm the strictest parent she knows because she has a 10 p.m. bedtime on a school day and isn't allowed her phone overnight. She's 14. And I feel like I'm winning at life and taking it as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely, girl. Yeah, I got one of those. That's a pretty late bedtime. It is. But yet, it's not good enough. Peyton's was eight. Holy shit. <laughs> when he was little, little. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. My four-year-old is mad that the hands on our clock keep moving, so I guess this is the age that exist- exist- existential dread kicks in. But chickens don't have fingers, my kid, ruining dinner. <laughs> Damn logic. Kids under three get in free to Disneyland, which means you're only charged admission to the park if your brain is capable of forming long-term memories. By that token, Disneyland should also be free if you're blackout drunk. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) All day, my six-year-old told people we attended a baptism (laughs) this weekend, and I find no reason to correct her whatsoever. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Me. You want to watch the baseball game with me? Teen daughter, no, I don't like baseball. Me, I didn't like Middle, Little Mermaid, but I watched it 1,387 <laughs> times. Now go get your hat and jersey on. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> That's great. How to know if your child is going to need a snack? Are they awake? <laughs> That'll do it. My four-year-old asked for hot cocoa, but wanted me to put it in the fridge to cool off before she drank it. I said, so basically you want chocolate milk. His look said, don't even think about it. (laughs) Brat. (laughs) The teacher asked my kindergartner what his favorite season was, and he said garlic salt. That one we've done before. (laughs) That's still cute. Yeah. You learn a lot about your family when you spend 12 hours in a car together. For example, I learned my family shouldn't spend 12 hours in a car together. (laughs) And that's important. (laughs) I asked my five-year-old why he didn't eat all his lunch, and he said he only likes his apples cut straight. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) What? (laughs) My daughter dresses exactly how teenage me dressed in the 90s, but I'm not going to tell her. (laughs) Yeah. If my kids ask, spiders only live in the bath in bedrooms kids don't clean. <laughs> Please keep me in your thoughts as I attempt to learn the proper names of all com- 
construction vehicles for my two-year-old son. <laughs> my wife is still mad that I said teamwork makes the dream work after the doctor congratulated us on the birth of our child. Oh my God, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Took the day off so I'd have enough time to fill out all the back-to-school forms. Mm-hmm. My son came home from camp soaking wet because he couldn't find his towel in his backpack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you birthed a human, I mutter under my breath as I wrestle to get the sleeping bag back into the sleeping bag bag. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> Me innocently throwing away crumpled up paper, my kid... Throwing herself on the floor in a pile of despair. That was my super special craft. Holy shit, what did you do? (laughs) Talking to my sleepy nine-year-old and as a joke offered her some of my coffee. She said, I can't drink coffee. I'm not an old person yet. And now I hate everything. (laughs) Oh boy, mom, your eyes look really tired. And the other lines from my six-year-old's upcoming motivational conference. (laughs) Yeah, so sweet. Some days I think I'm handling parenthood well, and other days I open my computer and see the thing I googled after having one too many glasses of wine the night before was best cage for baby. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) If you're tired of being the first person to any party, you should consider having kids. (laughs) Yeah. Whomever said, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, never met a toddler who wanted to do it himself. (laughs) And my last one, my teenagers use so much slang, I have no idea what they're even saying anymore. I just told my hand, I just hold my hand out for a fist bump and hope for the best. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.